Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pushing Buttons podcast with Marks and Maddie Poo. <laughs> My, My name, name is Annie Poo. <laughs> yeah, but you're mad right now for whatever reason. That's for the audio listeners. You, you got, you got that pout on your face. But my name is Marks, and I am a dirty cooked cucumber. Wow, you are bringing that back. I'm sorry, you're can you say that one more time? I don't think for louder for the people in the back. I'm a dirty cooked cucumber eater. Nice, thank you, thank you. My name <laughs> is Annie Poo, and I am. <laughs> Do I have to say this? Yes, you do. <laughs> My name is Annie Poo, and I'm a Riot Gun Buddy distributor. At Annie Poo underscore on Twitter. <laughs> I'm going to change my Twitter handle now. So that's, Well, uh... you know what? With the power of editing, whatever you change it to, I could just <laughs> edit a very generic clip in of myself saying at whatever you change your Twitter to. I will be changing it after... Yes, after you release this episode. Oh, okay. I was like, after what? <laughs> after you release this episode and finish eating your dirty cooked cucumbers. Wow, okay. Nice deflection there. I see what you're trying to do here now. Mm. All I'm saying is you just put the cucumbers in last, you grill them a little bit, and it's great. Okay? Last in what? Just like stir fries. Or honestly, too, you could like, kind of like zucchinis, you could just grill okay, it and then put some seasoning on just- it and it's pretty good. Why not you just use a zucchini? Because sometimes cucumbers are cheaper. You're thinking really hard about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Someone isn't paying attention to the price of vegetables, because lately it's been insane. <laughs> I primarily eat vegetables. I pay attention to the prices of them. <laughs> Actually, when it comes to vegetables, I primarily pay attention to the price of green onions. Like when the price of green onions starts to go up, oh, I'm like, oh, that's yeah. when that's when things are looking bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to get a little bit of green onion in almost everything. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, quick question, though, yeah. before we get oh, started yeah. today. Do you uh, do you do the water thing with your green onions? Where you put them in water so like they regrow back? Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Where you put like the, uh, what should we call it? The bottom stuff. Yeah, the white. In the, the, bo- yeah. <laughs> the bottom stuff. <laughs> the, bo- the, bottom the roots? <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> I couldn't think of it and I'm like, oh no. The roots. Have- okay, Too guys, just like pro tip, if you didn't know already, you can <sighs> regrow your grocery store green onions. You can only do it like maybe two or three times, but when the prices of green onions goes up, <sighs> You can regrow them by putting the white parts, you know, about like an inch the and a half. The bottom parts, thank you very much. <laughs> the bottom parts, about an inch and a half, uh, just submerge yeah. it in water. Remember to change the water regularly so it doesn't get all cloudy and stuff and you have more green onions. Maximize. Sure you can do that with like lettuce too. Like certain types of lettuce, you can do the same thing. Or cabbage. I can't remember which one it was. I feel like I've seen that TikTok video. Oh, this was like... My mom told me this years ago. Oh. <laughs> I'm not on TikTok any. <laughs> I see. Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah, you're too old for Anyways. TikTok. Late yeah, 20s. I'm, wow. Okay. Thanks for that. <laughs> well, this is the Pushing Buttons podcast, a food-based podcast, clearly. Somehow we always start very off topic, but we're going to dial it back in. We're an esports-themed podcast. And so let's talk about esports as of now we are, by the time this releases, one month into 2023 thus far. But at the point of this recording, uh, I'm going to kick things off by talking about a fun little 
tournament that I got to work on, actually, uh, called the Tacta Friends Tacta Fight Games. Um, I had to say that a bunch of times because I kept on screwing it up. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, I don't want to mess this up. So I I was like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. Just walked to my bathroom. It was just like, Tacta Friends Tacta Fight Games. Tacta Friends Tacta Fight Games. If you say it three times, then like you'll be good. That's a quick rule of thumb. But uh, I got brought on as a caster for the semis and finals. And um, it's honestly the first time that I've worked with a lot of the people kind of involved with that specific community. Um, The only person who I had worked with previously was uh, Keg, who was our our host for your house. (laughs) He was my host. Uh, (laughs) No, he was the host uh, while I was on. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. But got a funny story because oh. Annie, you have fans. <laughs> I have fans. I'm not sure if you're aware. <laughs> that, you know, they're called I, the Annie stands, you know? Are you making this up? <laughs> you well, no, but it's just... <laughs> Where is this going? This is you're about so you. are so uncomfortable right now. It's <laughs> great. <laughs> This this was supposed to be about you and talk to friends. Why is it about me? Listen, we've talked well, about this multiple times. In I don't think we've said it in the recording. Maybe we've talked about it on stream, but like we talk about me a lot. I want to talk about you more. Why are we please tell me about your experience with Tacty Friends? I will tell you, and this is why I'm kind of bringing you back into this because uh, oh I feel like a lot of the people know who you are and thus know this podcast because when I first joined into the production chat um, the people there were just like oh my gosh is that the marks from the pushing buttons podcast and I was like oh shit hey that's kind of cool and then immediately that was followed up with oh my god I love losing people (laughs) oh that's really cool too oh man (laughs) this is this can't become our brand for the podcast we can't just just okay this this episode and last episode this is the last time we're talking about lizard people or is it (laughs) but that's what the lizards want you to think (laughs) yeah why is it about wait hold on it's not this is not about me then because they recognize you as the marks from the pushing buttons I understand what you're trying to do here. However, it was your Twitter that shared the clip with the lizard people as well as the lizard people around esports thing, and I have a feeling that's probably where the where they saw the clip and they just recognized my voice afterwards. Fair, 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 fine, fine. So it it makes sense. I'm not just kind of you know just throwing it out there. So we're gonna have to do a little bit of brand adjusting after this episode. Just an okay, FYI. Just, <laughs> <But> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. The lizard people thing, that was a one-time thing. It's not like it's my pinned tweet or anything right now. Just... See, it's like <laughs> it's like you want this. Yeah. No, okay. Maybe this oh is my God. more okay. of a conversation need I need to have with we need myself. To move on. We need okay. to move on yeah, because yeah, yeah, the yeah. Okay, longer okay. we talk about lizard people, the more we solidify it. Anyways, tacky friends. <laughs> it's the Campbell's fallacy, except it's our brand of lizard people. Uh, okay. Um, okay, so back to friends. Um, this was also, too, the first time that I got to cast this year. Um, like I kind of mentioned uh, on previous episodes of the Pushing Buttons podcast, uh, you know, work-life balance has been a bit more of a concern 
for me personally. And so it's been a lot less of, uh, you know, me trying to reach out all the time, trying to secure as many different things as possible. But when I kind of looked into the tech to friends group, I was like, you know what, this seems like a really good group of people and it seems like it's going to be a good time. Um, and so I agreed to like work that one. And quite frankly, it was like, oh man, it, <laughs> what's the best way to describe this? It's been a long, not like a long, long time, but before when I first started casting, um, a lot of the experiences that I had were just kind of like people who were just excited to put on esports broadcasts. Uh, obviously, like quality is super important and, you know, you got to meet certain quotas for like making sure that you do your ad reads and stuff like that. But it was just like people genuinely happy to be like, look at us, we're pulling it off like this is going to go great. And I'm just happy to be here. Pretty much. And it, it was just such a like. I had a really good time. Uh, I think personally, like if if I wanted to get down into the analytics, um, I don't think that I performed my best on cast, but that was kind of just like me shaking off some of the rust and I got into my stride in the final part of it. But I think that that was also just a part of being in just a very positive environment in production again. And like, it was just very reminiscent to like when I first started casting, right? Where it's just like, you're not like 100% sure about your abilities and you're freaking out a little bit because you're like, oh boy, like, am I screwing up? Like, I want to make sure I'm doing my best. And everyone's just super supportive about like what's going on. And it was kind of fun because it felt like I was kind of in those shoes because, you know, obviously it's, it's tournaments, right? Things are going to go a little bit crazy at times, but it's just kind of like, oh, like, because you're doing great, right? <laughs> like, you know, everything is going really well and you should be proud of like what you're doing. And it was, it, I, I had a really good time kind of working on that one. And I'm not going to lie. It, oh, as soon as it was over, I'm just like, damn, I want to cast. <laughs> oh, I'm like, wait, <laughs> wait <a> <laughs> I'm happy for you. I think, I don't know. Am I supposed to be like, oh no, that's because that was my first reaction was like, oh no. But then I realized like, oh wait, maybe that's a good thing. This is an esports podcast. You should want to cast. <laughs> well, because I think that for me personally, right? And I think that you're also someone who can relate to this is like, you do get really excited about being involved again. You like doing the casts or you like doing the production work and stuff like that. But then you just like overcommit because in that moment, you're like, oh, my goodness, I love this. I want to do everything. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, you're working on four productions a week and you uh -huh. haven't really slept that much. And you're exactly. like, heh. Yeah. So, yar. <laughs> yar, indeed. Um, when. <laughs> Sorry. Yar. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> Have we become pirates? Ahoy, bitties, and welcome to the Pushing Buttons podcast. <laughs> um, you know, it's just like I was to the term of agreement, you know? Yar. Yes, yes, yar. Uh, but um, that's the thing. Like when I came off of it and I was just like, oh my God, I want to cast more. I had to reel myself back in because I was very close to doing exactly what I kind of described. And then, you know, not being well-intentioned with my own time, I guess, and being a little bit overrun and just kind of freaking out. So thankfully back, backed off a little bit, but man, I had, I had a really good time and I really liked casting. Oh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun, Annie. It's nice. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And you yeah. had a host too. 
That was, that's a little different from most community like broadcasts like this too, because usually it's just the two casters, right? But this time you were it was yourself, it was uh, Zach, and Keg was your host. Does that feel yes. different from like? Wait, have you worked a lot of events with a dedicated host before? Um, I have worked, I think, one, or maybe maybe a couple of them actually. I do. Uh, some of them were, there was one in Overwatch, I remember that, and I kind of count Summer Champs the LAN as well, uh, just because there was always, like, a host person to, like, uh, introduce the show and stuff like that, and then toss it back to the desk, mm-hmm. um, but it, not, not too often, and actually, to speak on that quickly, uh, it was, it was a little bit interesting, because usually... Um, I find myself in the situation where I'm the person who's like introducing the show, you know, directing the conversation. And it's kind of scary to just kind of like relinquish that control. But obviously, like Keg, someone who is really well known in the community and has done a lot of these types of things, uh, more than comfortable to be able to just bounce it back between me and Zach. And I think that he did a really good job with the host. So having a host who kind of knows what they're doing obviously just makes it a lot more of just an easier fun time so yeah yeah well wow (laughs) so what i'm hearing is more broadcasts to try to see if they can implement a host into their into their broadcast see if that's something fun that works for them right yeah cool potentially i i'm not on their production team like i don't make those calls but i personally think that it was uh, a good choice and uh i they did it for the entire tournament so I would be surprised if they didn't do that moving forwards, but you know, you never know, right? Production yeah. is a uh, a very needs case by case basis. <laughs> yes, true. Yeah, yep. yeah. I I was just um, <clears throat> kind of enjoying that tournament as a viewer too. I headed up a couple of times over the weekend, um, partly as. Uh, <laughs> Okay, this sounds bad. As like background noise, like I wanted to have the stream on and listen to it while I was while I had to take care of other oh, things. But I was still tuning in and supporting and I did watch it and I engaged in chat a couple of times too. It was fun. It was nice. <laughs> That's good. I watched That's it good. on Friday and I watched it a little bit on Sunday. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, because it was a three day tournament too, and they had quite a few people just kind of rotating through, which is a really cool thing too because i think that since they are a little bit of a like it, it definitely is like a community versus just like a production company running a production type thing yeah and so it gave people opportunities to well just straight up just gave people more opportunities without yeah. having to go through that like vetting process of oh man here's my reel here's this here's that here's how and much so, i want to be paid here's my legal yeah, name like for my contract <laughs> blah 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 <laughs> Uh, do you know what my middle name is? Uh, you told me uh, you told me when I came to visit, and then it um, left my head after I left Toronto. Damn, you just don't listen to me. I, I see how it is. No, I was listening to you. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that day very clearly, and the things that we talked about, except for your middle name. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Unless you don't remember some of the things that we did talk about, but from what you like. You see what I'm saying here? Yes. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Sorry, I hesitated for a little bit. But yes, I do. I do understand what you're saying here. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's good. But yeah, like I think um, 
And on top of that, too, uh, last week when we kind of ended things off, you kind of talked about smaller communities and just kind of getting involved with uh, things again on that front. And so it was kind of like a nice little, I like, did? oh, yeah. Yeah. You said that you wanted to, like, focus on community building and stuff again. I did. <laughs> I did. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> see, you see why I'm concerned whether or not you actually remember all our conversations. <laughs> that was literally something you said. I was, I was I trying to... <laughs> I was trying to fake, I was trying to fake remembering at first and then, and then just run with it, like go with something that like I thought that that seems interesting. But then I actually remembered what we talked about last week and what I wanted to talk about this time. But I remember last time it was actually talking about, I was actually talking about um, making new friends and like trying to form new friend groups. Right. So yeah. Um, I just, it's just very hard after graduating and not going to school anymore to form friend groups. Like friend groups don't really form naturally. Your main social circle might be your coworkers. And there's nothing wrong Mm -hmm. with like being friends with your coworkers. It's just like, they're also your coworkers. It's nice to have different pockets of social like circles to hang out. Yeah. Social groups to hang out with. Um, and so I need that in my life, and because and because um, I have no friends, I'm so lonely. Help. I was about to say I can feel the existentialism just creeping up the side there as you were like, "Yeah, I need some of that." Oh no, help! No, but like I'm months. actually taking some of the. Some of the things I've actually learned from participating in online communities and how I'm forming or participating in my local communities, because there are also a lot of, oh, the beauty of social media, guys, that like, I, I, there are some discord groups that are local to my area or like Facebook groups. I don't really use Facebook, but other people told me I should use Facebook for these hangout things. So I'm like, oh, I don't know. I guess I'll try, I guess. Um, but feeling, I used to feel really uncomfortable just going into a group of strangers like that. I still do. I'm not going to lie, but I'm definitely more comfortable with that kind of thing now after having to be thrown into groups of strangers every time I went into an esports broadcast. And I'm at a point now in my career where I will likely know somebody that I'm working with. Um, when I go into a production, but before when it was mostly these community events, I would be like joining a new community every single time I did a broadcast, right? So in some ways, actually esports has taught me to be more extroverted, more comfortable with talking to people, which is what? Why are you laughing? Huh? You want to fight? <laughs> why, why, why are you fighting? trying to fight me? <laughs> I was going, I was laughing because usually the, the, the main school of thought, I guess, is like, oh, video games just breeds a bunch of introverted kids who never leave their parents' house. But you're literally saying the opposite right now. And it's funny to me because like, I agree with you. Yeah, no, I think that that's true. A lot of people do think that. I think that's a stereotype that we need to be breaking down. And a really important part of video games, I think that people need to remember is that it's a very shared experience. Even the solo games that you play by yourself, those are an experience that you share with others. There are game developers, uh, narrative writers, a lot of people who are involved in the creation of this product. And in playing a video game, whether it's a multiplayer competitive game like we see in esports or a solo game that 
you know, you're going through a storyline yourself, it is a way to connect with other people. And it gets lonely when you don't have anybody to share it with, right? That's why these tournaments like Tacti Friends, like grassroots tournaments, um, in general are the basis of esports. This is like, you know, how esports began, how it came up. It's just people coming together and saying, we have this shared thing that we all love and get really excited about. Let's make something more out of it. Mm -hmm. And that's a really, really, really good point that I feel like a lot of people kind of forget when, you know, obviously you kind of get into the midst of esports and, I do think at the, especially at the very, very, very top level of esports, it's all just like glamour. Oh my goodness, the dream, and it, it's the, it, it's almost like chasing Hollywood fame, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's just like, oh, if I could only be involved with like this movie or this movie, like it would be an act like crazy, and that would do so much for my career and all of that type of stuff. But at the end of the day, it's like you said, just a bunch of people getting together, and quite frankly, like. Even if you think about some of your friend groups, right? Uh, school is a great example of this, where it's like you all, you became friends with people because you had something similar to work on together. Obviously, homework or group <laughs> projects is more of like a negative connotation, whereas like if you're sitting down with people and just like planning out a tournament, you know, that's a lot more like exciting and you're more invested into it. But it, it is still a very similar thing. Like, I mean, even if you look at the two of us becoming friends, right? Without esports, oh. this never would have happened. Yeah, true. I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, wait, how did we, what did we do together? Like, no, I remember. Sorry. No, I remember <laughs> how we became friends. I have a great memory. Apparently, this is the theme of this episode. And <laughs> <laughs> they're calling me old. <laughs> uh, listen, there is a difference Listening? between. I, uh, there's, I just, I don't know. I was going to pull something out of my butt, but <laughs> it didn't, it didn't work time. out. Yeah. You're <laughs> just, for time. I, I, I have a bad memory. I admit it. I admit it. I, <laughs> I call quits. <laughs> okay. No, but like, honestly speaking, just talking about being involved with like the local community and stuff like that and being involved in esports, like a lot of the people who I've kind of met online and even the people like in Toronto, I mean, I'm going to always use Ravish as an example. And I hope he's okay with that. But it's just like, you know, like we work together a bunch of times and then like now, like I can just like randomly text him and be like, Hey man, quick question about like da 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 da. Or like, yo, you want to like go get dinner sometime or something like that? Like it's that. Whereas I probably never would have encountered these people just in kind of like my day to day, having kind of like that thing to kind of anchor down. And then that's how you cross paths with people. You work together and then you become friends. Yay. Friendship always wins. Why do you look so upset with what I just said? Because you know what? You know what? 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 Marcus Markswong. Full name. <laughs> what? Adipoo.gg uh, Todd. <laughs> Dot GG. Okay, yeah, that, I get that's part of my name now. Got yeah, it. Okay. That yeah, is. It is. Um, it is. <laughs> most of us do not get the experience of hanging out with local oh. friends who are into esports, okay? You are privileged. <laughs> Imagine having your privilege. As a, no, just stop. I'm still talking. You looked like you were about to say something. I'm still talking. I'm still salty. I wish I could hang out with Ravish all the time. I was oh. friends with Ravish before you were friends with Ravish. We played Halo we together. 
We played Halo together. <laughs> Wait. Um, <laughs> that's did true. you forget that too? We did, we did play Halo together. No, no, I just, that wasn't relevant. Here's a fun story about here how Ravish and I became friends, actually. I know okay. this isn't, Ravish isn't like here, but um, <laughs> to defend himself is where I'm going oh, no. with this. Um, I, I was streaming. I was streaming and I was doing my title. It was when Halo Infinite had just came out and it was a uh, girls only Halo night. And it, my party of three people was myself and two girls. And then Ravish comes into my Twitch chat and goes, yo, can I join? And so I changed my stream title to girls only and Ravish Halo party. <laughs> Did did he know at all, or was it just one of those like ah? It's I think <laughs> or like, like he just didn't look. I think he saw, but he didn't like comprehend what it meant. Oh, okay. <laughs> so gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> that's really funny. But um, <sighs> that's how we became friends. But I also started interacting with Ravish around the same time I started interacting with you, actually, because I, when I was doing my community events, my Smelly Showdown events, mm-hmm. which was my like tournament slash just like 10 man series for my twitch viewers um and it's also how i started honing in on some of those early esports production Mm -hmm. skills right that's why i talk about it so much because it was really a a big part of my early growth um ravish came in to cover for you because you were sick with covid for uh, my (laughs) tournament um and so we all just it just all circles back together supernaturally right yeah supernaturally wait a second this is like when you're when you're watching a movie and you're like what the heck is going on and then at the end it's revealed oh it's aliens no super space naturally not supernatural i I think i meant to say i think i meant to say organically oh okay like so super comma naturally no organically yes okay Uh, it comes together organically, and I, that's what I—that's yeah. what I f- have found very in- yeah. enjoying. I, very enjoying. My English is not good today. Holy! It do be like that sometimes, Yar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, well, God. I have a question for you actually, because uh, when it actually comes, like, so here's one of the biggest differences I think that exists between us. Um, my name is Mark, and your name is Annie. No, okay. Yeah. That's. <laughs> <laughs> the look of just disappointment on your face as I said that out loud. Uh, <laughs> you're like, come on, man. Um, no, but one of the biggest things is um, you are a lot better at the community building aspect, whereas I feel like I'm always just a little bit more like wishy-washy idealist of like, oh, this would be really cool if this or this or this or this. But then I don't like when it comes down to just pure community building, I think you do a much better job than myself. So, you know, like, what were some of the ways that you kind of were able to integrate yourself into communities? Because um, you've talked a little bit about Galerants and all of that type of start, but I feel like you've been involved with quite a few smaller communities as well. Correct me if I'm wrong there. Like, what other smaller communities? I don't know. I just feel like <laughs> everyone in <laughs> specific communities are like, ah, yes, Annie Poo. Ah, yes. And I'm like, what? Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> um, 
I'm, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna take a breath, deep breath. Okay, and I'm no longer uncomfortable. That's good. Imagine That's if it was that easy, though. I'm still uncomfortable. <laughs> so, to answer your question, I, I want to start off by noting that there are different kinds of communities, different connections you can have with communities, right? So within Gallerans, I was a participant in the Gallerans community, just a regular person, and then wanted to become more involved and applied to be a moderator, and then got involved with broadcasts for Game Changers Academy and other um, related tournaments, right? So I participate in Gallerans as, um, as like, I guess in a leadership role, but it's also a much larger space. Um, it is, I gosh, I don't even know how many members are in there right now, but it is, it is gigantic and I'm not going to know everybody in there. It is a space for me to, I guess, um, get to know some people, but not everyone, and also build some skills professionally. But then there are also smaller communities, right? That are like my Twitch community or other people's Twitch communities, where we are all also connected again to each other because of something we love, whether it be streaming or um, people are coming in to do uh, co-working with me. I do productivity streams. I used to do productivity streams, I should say. I don't really stream anymore. <laughs> I just, I think Marks was just about to do. I get. wasn't going to correct you. I was going to give that to you. And then you corrected yourself. And I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> You were, I said that just as you were taking a drink out of your mug. Did you get anything? Yep. Oh, yeah, it does sound like, sorry, <laughs> my bad. Um, it's okay. <laughs> anyway, smaller communities that where we still also have a connection point, but are much more uh, manageable in terms of getting to know people, getting to know everyone, really, in some capacity. And those are two different kinds of spaces that are important to find balance in, I feel like, right? I came into Gallerans, which was already a built in a larger community that happened to have opportunities presented to me. And then I also had my smaller community that I was in more in control of and could build opportunities for myself as well as other people within it and just to have fun really and make friends and get to know each other. I mean, opportunities, not just in like professional opportunities, but also like opportunities for all kinds of connections. Um, and during that time, I also talked to a lot of other Twitch streamers. Like I would meet people through raids or like friends of friends and we would just hang out together and I still play Valorant with a lot of them today. I feel like I'm even consider a lot of them um like IRL friends too. We might not be around each other locally, but like we'll come to visit each other every so often. And oof. Where was I going with this? But <laughs> so, shut up. I know where I'm going with this. Memory okay. loss. No, I just like I stop! Oh my god, I'm taking this no. memory loss bit just like way too far. I just was not Andy, supposed Andy, to be Andy, here Andy. today. I hate, I hate, I hate to break it to you, but I'm not sure it's a bit. <laughs> it's a bit. I'm doing it okay. on purpose, and I'm yes, bringing it back are. intentionally yeah. at specific that is good moments. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. When you sure. going on your monologue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, Great comedic timing. <laughs> I just I, I wanted to just really there's a difference between you asked a question about building mm-hmm. communities. And I responded with like, yes, you can build a community, but also in building a community, you need to already be part of others, experience other communities to learn what you want in your own. And community we've talked about is not just the grassroots tournaments. It's not just the Discord servers. It's just how you engage with others and different circles that you want to be a part of. Why are you still laughing at me? I was getting no, somewhere I, with this. I just had I, a really good metaphor pop into my head and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to say this one. But then you called me out and here we are. <laughs> you are just giggling to yourself in your seat oh. right there. But can I, let me finish this point yes, really quick. It's like, um, there are forms of community. I think like, you participate in community that might not even be organized. Why are you covering your mouth? So that if I laugh, I don't distract you. I can, still, I can still see it. I'm it's turning a, off my virtual you, camera. Finish your point, please. You, oh my God. You actually <laughs> turned off your virtual camera. I cannot see him. Um, what was your point? <laughs> there's organized community, but there's also like the more organic communities that just happen and float up, right? Twitter is a really um, great example of that. People just follow each other on Twitter, make jokes, and re- do reply to each other and to everything. And I think you actually engage in community on Twitter in that way really well. I remember when we started being friends, you engaged with my tweets a lot, and that made me remember you. Okay, I can turn my camera back on. Are you, are you done your point? <laughs> yes. Okay. What was the Perfect. metaphor? <laughs> no, maybe not a metaphor, but it was an explanation. It's, it's not the... Because I think a lot of people, when they talk about community, are just like the physical community like, I need to engage with the physical community itself. But basically, what you were trying to say there is not the physical community, but, like, the idea of community. Um, where it's a little bit... <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's what came to mind, and I could see you laughing immediately, which is why I started grinning, and then it just threw you off. But you're right, because at the end of the day, it comes down to how... You interact with others. It, it doesn't even mean a big group of people or an established community, but it's just how you start interacting with people, whether or not that is um, over video games, uh, over mutual interests, uh, or, you know, just like, even if you think about it, like family members and stuff like that. I mean, you know, you just kind of have to interact with them because they're family, <laughs> but that's its own like social circle in its in its own self. Right. And uh, I think especially, too, for specifically in kind of the video game space, the online uh, gaming type of idea, it is a lot of just bonding over those gaming moments. And you said it extremely well, where it's like, what are you trying to get out of it the most and how you interact with communities? Because one thing. So just to talk a little bit about myself because we know that Annie really just wants me to talk about myself more but when I stream when I stream on Twitch um, I'm playing a lot more single player games Uh, I you know despite the fact that like I love playing Valorant love playing Overwatch and all those types of competitive games what I'm actually streaming 
I prefer to just do single player based stuff. And that in it, because if I were to break down how to be successful Twitch streamer or at least engage a little bit more, it would be play Valorant, invite your viewers to play with you, um, and then just make like a circle rotation, start da 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 da, and then you're just playing with a group of people, and those group of people are always going to be around, and then therefore you can kind of build a community off of people wanting to play Valorant with each other or Overwatch. But it is extremely different when you're talking about just single player games, right? Because it's just like um, one example, like, this is going to be a really dated example. I'm not sure that it's going to resonate with our audience, I guess. But are you familiar with the game Bioshock I Infinite? Our audience. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I've never played any of the Bioshock <clears throat> games. Okay. Uh, Bioshock Infinite in particular deals with a lot of heavy philosophical ideas about what it means to be a part of a narrative and a bigger picture and what is good and what is evil. Uh, but... The very, like, it, it, it's this storyline, and you're kind of following it, and it makes sense, until the last half hour of the game, where you're like, what the damn hell is happening here? What is going on? And in that last 30 seconds, or last 30 minutes, I should say, it became almost an online phenomenon, because everybody was just scratching their heads and trying to figure out and break down the meaning of the actual ending of the game. Because it just did, like, it straight up just did not make sense. And it only made sense afterwards once they added a bunch of DLCs to, like, expand on the story. And you're like, oh, okay, yep, it's all connected. Okay, this all makes sense. But straight up, that became a community in itself. Where if I was just, like, I finished the game and I'm like, what did I just play? Um, I knew a couple of people who were, I know, finished the game as well. And then I was like, hey, just finished playing Bioshock Infinite. We got to talk about that ending. And it just based off of that, you know, then you realize, oh, we're playing the same types of games. Then you start talking a little bit more. And sometimes if you are playing games together, then you talk to this person more. And that was a very similar experience to what I am streaming my single player stuff. Um, Darkest Dungeon was one of the biggest games that uh, personally kind of launched my Twitch channel after Mario Kart. We don't talk about <laughs> Mario Kart, but... Uh, it was so interesting engaging with that community because it was a very like Darkest Dungeon is an indie game that came out a while ago. But people f who really love Darkest Dungeon would come into my chat and be like, oh, is this your first time? And then give like tips. And I'm not talking about backseating because that's extremely annoying to me. But people just really passionate about the game coming in there and being like, hey, you should try like this type of combination or, you know, if the, these types of enemies are weak against this type of thing, like this is just something to keep in mind. And so it was kind of interesting engaging with those types of communities which is very away from like the competitive video gaming experience mm -hmm. but once again it was just being bonded over like a mutual interest of a video game which i think is pretty cool <laughs> yeah pretty yeah. cool indeed i thought you were going to like start talking about elden ring and how you play elden ring because you do that well a lot Quite, I could I could have done that. I actually decided not to, but that's actually another great example of another community because I was streaming Elden Ring, uh, streamed Dark Souls Three, streamed Bloodborne, and that like people similar to Darkest Dungeon would come in and be like, "Oh snap, you're at this part of the game. Wait, is this your first playthrough? Okay, you should like just just get through it, but like you're in for a treat type of thing." Mm -hmm. And so it's just it's it's interesting. It, it's that mutual interest over a video game that are bringing people together for lack of better terms well look at that esports isn't full of introverts who live in their mother's basements 
I wasn't talking about esports, so you know. <laughs> no, I'm but yeah, but well, video games in general, <laughs> esports—I don't really know. But we had mentioned in the beginning, you know, there's that stereotype of people who play video yeah. games are just introverts who never leave their house. Which, to be fair, I haven't left my house today, so. <laughs> it's been burned to the ground we are all just introverts who never leave our house but we have something that connects us all together right yeah and so that's why i i think i just really love esports so much is that community aspect of it on so many different levels the different types of um connections you can make and the different types of connections that you are encouraged to explore, I guess. There's like, you know, our connection as friends and also as colleagues. I had to say friends first because I <laughs> had a feeling. You partner in the second <laughs> I, had a, I had a feeling you, you were going to make a salty comment if I said colleagues first. But um, <laughs> there's also, you know, connection. Stop <laughs> laughing. I'm making a point. That's such a good read. Continue. I'm making a really <laughs> profound point right now. Okay. Profound. <laughs> Lord. Yes. Uh, like, well, okay. It's not that deep, but it's just like, it's Ugh. fun. Connections from players to fans, <laughs> esports organizations to just the basic esports enjoyer, um, viewers to broadcast talent. Like there are so many different kinds of connections and smaller communities that esports brings, and that's uh, that's why it's so much fun to be here for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just want to throw out there: if you are more of like an introverted person, and so like it's just you. like, oh, and me, yep, you know me, biggest introvert out there. <laughs> I also haven't left my house. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! We're living up to the stereotype. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I had to go grocery shopping today. Otherwise, I wouldn't have left my house. Oh, you're fake. Uh, you're so fake. Yeah. Yep. You know, <laughs> yep, that's right. Is this even my real face? Um, no, but if you are questioning whether or not you want to like engage with certain types of communities um, and you're a little bit more introverted, like, quite frankly, I don't try to put myself into situations where I have to engage with other people because I'm like, I don't know oh, yeah, you. We know. I'm uncomfortable. And so I just kind of like. But you are up. the marks from pushing <clears throat> buttons. <laughs> yeah, apparently the lizard people <laughs> podcast now. So, you know, <laughs> there's some ups and downs. I told you to stop <laughs> talking about the LP word. You, you brought it up again. Okay? No, I That's brought up that me. you are the marks of the pushing buttons. Yeah. I didn't bring up the other part. And th- that actually is kind of the point I was getting to is if you go out there and you interact with some communities and don't have a great time, like just don't give up, I guess is kind of the big thing. Um, when I started out in Overwatch, uh, quite frankly, I had a couple of really not great experiences, but because I was with my friend Spooky and we were doing it together, it kind of got over some of those humps. But then, you know, after doing so many and engaging with, I guess, so many different communities, it's just like, oh, there are going to be people who I can connect with a lot better. But also, too, there are going to be some people that I just don't connect with very well at all. And you know what? That's fine. I don't have to be a part of their specific community. Uh, There's as long as you have that mutual interest, there are going to be pockets where you find you find your people, you know? So I had a bit of an existential crisis. First of all, yes, beautiful, nice, 
Great advice. Second. Profound, even. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Second. While you were talking, I had had a crisis moment. If you were watching the video podcast, you probably saw it. But um, (laughs) I realized we don't have a pushing buttons community. It's just you (laughs) and me. (laughs) We do not have an avenue for our listeners you, you to connect yourself, to each other. And I'm other. not me, myself, and I. So, you know, like, here's, <laughs> here's this. You, you mentioned earlier about middle of the podcast yeah. that I yep. practice building community more than you do. So here's yes. some homework. In the month that I am gone, in- build a community. Okay. Are you allowed to say that? <laughs> that I will be gone in February? Yeah. Well, to... Did I say I was going to... You did. I did. <laughs> you did? I thought- <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to have to do some bleeping <laughs> on this edit. <laughs> As soon as I- you said it, I was like... <laughs> I-, I thought the whole thing was that you can't talk about it. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> While I am gone, yeah. engage with our community because there are people out there that listen to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... This is the thing, too. Like, I know I'm really bad at doing it, but if you're making this homework, where the hell are my glasses? Okay, these are not (laughs) the right ones, but that's okay. I am a goddamn nerd. (laughs) I was looking for my blue light glasses, but I think they're on the other table. And all I could find were my sunglasses. Bro, are you from the (laughs) Matrix or something? Whoa, I don't come Oh food. my god. <laughs> that, was was classes. that was they not what sleek. I was expecting. <laughs> no, but. Uh, <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of see what I can do on that that front because yeah like there are people listening to this and it'd be nice to have people engage with each other and get to know who some of our listeners are um you know if we want to talk from a production standpoint that would help us make sure that the content's applicable to who's listening but of course uh, it, it'd be get to, it'd be great to get to know some of you guys so i guess my avenue of attack would be on twitter so if you're listening to this and you don't follow the pushing buttons podcast on twitter man Okay, sorry. Just to peel the curtain back for a little bit. Remember when we had it? We're running out of time, bro. We are running out of time. (laughs) Remember how we had that great idea to market the podcast on Twitter before we started it? Uh, The one I disagreed with? No, I don't think so. It was the one that you pitched. I pitched something to you? Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) Don't worry. It's not the the school one. No, I'm forgetting (laughs) things. I'm forgetting things. I was like, well, I just don't remember. Uh, basically, Eddie was just like, what if we just made the Twitter account? Like, didn't follow, like, us, but followed all of our friends and then just started trolling them on Twitter every single day. And then when we finally launched the podcast, <laughs> then our faces will be on it and they'll be like, oh, shit. Okay, this is who it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. I did come up with that almost a you year ago. Yeah. Wow. No, no, not almost a year ago. You pitched like the podcast ago. to me in February of last year. Yeah, but we didn't start actually working on it until like April, May, June. Yeah, like April. We okay. started Anyways. working on it before you came to Seattle. 
That is true. Didn't I go in June or May? May. Uh, Who has a bad oh, memory now? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> My old age is showing. <laughs> okay. All right. That's going to do it for today. Um, couple of tangents, but a lot of important stuff about community. And uh, yeah, once again, if you are listening to this on Spotify and uh, or iTunes, hey, all those podcasting platforms uh, were available. So you don't necessarily have to watch the video component. If you are on the go, you know, you got to deal with those with that traffic. Boy, do I have a 50 minute episode for you. <laughs> so this works perfectly. But of course, if you leave us a rating, recommend us to a friend, that would be fantastic. And subscribe, comment on the YouTube as well. That helps out with the algorithm, because as we know, YouTube is currently on fire. Uh, hopefully that gets resolved soon, but we shall see. Uh, otherwise, make sure to follow us on Twitter. We're at pushbuttonspod. And uh, once I do my community building thing, I don't even know where to start. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about this after. Uh, you can see all of it happening there uh, in February when Annie goes to. Uh, so you have to bleep that, it out. Oh no, I know. I said that with full intention uh, of bleeping okay, it out. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. But with that, that wraps up this episode. Annie, do you have any final thoughts for us before we close the episode? I am going to. <laughs> <laughs> going to be so confused <laughs> I listen to this and I'm kind of here for it <laughs> okay alright my name is Lorx that was Andy Pugh thank you so much for listening to the Pushing Buttons podcast and we will see you in another two weeks see ya goodbye <laughs>